Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming program author Randy Wanarowitz, and he is the author of Two Roads, The Unraveling of Dark Family Secrets. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV in the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Randy, how are you? I'm doing well, Don. Nice to meet you. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Yeah, sure. I'm a married man, father of two daughters, soon to be a 15-year-old and 11-year-old. I'm a healthcare executive, had about 27 years in healthcare. I live in Connecticut, and this is my debut book that I'm very excited to share with folks today. So tell us about your book. It's a love story of Ray and Allison told to the point of view of three generations of family. Now, Ray and Allison are facing a health crisis that opens up their difficult past, and we learn things from each of the family members' perspectives that are not always what they seem to be. But the real power of the book is that it teaches that each of us has the power to make our life as we want it to be. The story kind of takes ordinary people, shines a light on the extraordinary strength, the determination, the love and courage that they have in the face of illness, infidelity, betrayal, and facing the unknown. The characters have to choose what they will do and how they perceive these life-changing events is what determines the direction of their life. Hence the title, Two Roads. It's really about choices we have to make and when made with the grace of love, we can make better choices instead of falling victim to pride, jealousy, fear, or anger. These are often the things that lead us down destructive paths. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience? Yeah, it's a great question. My target audience really is men and women between the ages of 35 and 65 with families of their own. They're people that likely have gone through some difficult you know, experience in their life that sort of changed them kind of, you know, to the course of their life. And so the book is really about a family and a dark family secret that forces them to kind of reckon with their past and face the fear of what lies ahead. And so anyone who's sort of had a life-changing event, whether that's illness, death, infidelity, could be anything. This is who the book is written for, because we all have to face this at some point in our life. And so You need the tools. You need something there that kind of helps you steer in the right direction. And that's what this book is about. Actually, the characters come to the realization that they need to make some changes. And that's really who this book is written for, is people that want to make a change in their life and need the tools to do that. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Yeah, most definitely. The central theme of my book is how we define true love. This is love really in the sense of understanding, you know, people, even when we disagree with them, taking a step into the unknown when we're terrified, having the grace to forgive people, even when they don't deserve it. That's really the love I'm talking about in this book, right? It's showcasing how necessary and amazing love is in all the facets of our life. And when you have it, life is more colorful in the good times. And, you know, you weather the storms a little bit better because you've built the muscle necessary to be able to provide the comfort in the darkest hours. So that's really the central theme of the book is really about redefining what true love is, not the romantic view that we often associate with love. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I hope they're entertained for sure, right? This is a story and stories are meant to entertain. And I think it does that. But what I hope people take away from the book is that they have the power to direct their own life, even when it's in the most difficult of experiences, right? There's always a choice we're making and it's up to choose that. And so what I've seen, you know, a lot of people pray, but they pray as if they're almost like praying to a genie, somebody externally, right? That will kind of come and save them from whatever their predicament is. This book is about changing from within ourselves. It's about a power we all possess if you're willing to work at developing yourself. And that's really what I hope people take away from it. And that's what Ray and Alice and the two main characters in the book teach us as you kind of go through the arc of their story. Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Well, that's a good question, too. I would compare my book to The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks, right? It's an imperfect love story about Ray and Allison and the people they love and hold dear who are hurt by the decisions that they make, even when those decisions are made by love. That's human, right? That's part of what we all do. We all have relationships where we hurt one another. Uh, not intentionally, sometimes intentionally, but not always. I wanted to really tell a story here that kind of mimicked real life. And in the notebook, there's beauty in the relationship between Allie and Noah, but there's tragedy in the sense that Allie's mom, you know, out of fear, withholds Noah's letters from her, right? And that's similar to what happens in real life. Out of fear, people make choices, and those choices often hurt one another, you know, and it's based from a place of fear, not a place of love. And so Ray and Allison are similar in their relationship. The storyline, however, is very different. They have some fears that they're facing, a fear of their past. And Ray's got an approach to it. And Allison has an approach to it that are very similar to all of us. You know, Ray takes a more optimistic and love-based view of their past. And Allie's taking a more pragmatic and fearful look of their past. And they have to reconcile this while they're reconciling their relationships with their family. And so that's part of the beauty of the book, and I think why I would compare it to, to the notebook. There's all of those elements there around the, the difficulty and the turmoil uh, that happens between families when it comes to matters of the heart. So tell us briefly about some of the characters in the book. Let me share with you about Ray. Ray Shipman's the main character. He's the patriarch of the family, and I'm not revealing any secrets here, but in the beginning of the book, it gets revealed that he has the beginning stages of Alzheimer's. And so through that, there's a revelation that Kurt, that he reveals a dark family secret. And Ray is sort of this character that everybody loves. He is so full of love. He has carried the family through some difficult times, and that comes out through the course of the story. What's really difficult, I think, you know, as you read through the book, is that some of the characters find out that he wasn't always this way. There were some things about him in the early going when he was a younger man that weren't so great. And I think that's part of what everybody has. And so I think that's one of the great things about the book is that nobody's universally good. Nobody's universally bad. We all have the dark and the good within us. And so that's what comes out in the book. And that's one of the beauties of Ray's character is that he is a phenomenally strong, charismatic character that embodies love. He's sort of the anti-macho character and that his strength isn't that he's like a Bruce Willis. His strength is that he perseveres in some of the most difficult and challenging things that we have to face in life. And he does it with a level of grace and beauty that is just breathtaking. And that's part of who Ray is. And it's a beautiful thing to read. So what inspired you to write this book? Yeah, great question. What inspired me to write the book is really around like ordinary people. Too often, I think the books that I read often portray these 
superhuman, extraordinarily accomplished individuals or conjured fictional characters that have so much. They're either a neurosurgeon with a semi-former football player background and they're perfectly handsome and so on and charismatic. And what I find is the everyday person you meet has some extraordinary things about them that you can't detect through casual exchanges. It's been my experience that you know, once you get to know people, you really uncover some of the incredible courage and grace that they have in dealing with some of the things that they're dealing with in their everyday life. That's been my experience. So I wanted to write stories that highlight the incredible human spirit, the power of love, the humanity that exists right in front of us, even when it's not obvious. And so it takes some digging to do, and that's really what inspired me to write the book, was taking something that appears ordinary and then reveal the extraordinary underneath. So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? I would say, look, I thought it would be sales and growing the business, but I think really what it's been for me is I have had dozens of people reach out to me and tell me how inspired they were from the book to take action on their own life and doing something that they've always thought about doing. That's probably the greatest thing that you can hope for is that your work inspires other people. And that's really what I think is probably the most rewarding accomplishment is that I've had men, women reach out to me unsolicited and just tell me how my book inspired them. And that's probably the most rewarding thing I can share with you. So how would you describe your writing style? So my writing style is more conversational. When you read the book, what you'll notice is that I drive the story through conversations. And that's deliberate on my part, dialogue. There's a little bit of narration in it, but I deliberately wanted to tell a story through the dialogue of the characters versus somebody kind of speaking in the background and kind of directing traffic. And so the book is a very easy reading style, resonates with how people communicate to one another. There is some moments where you'll be cringy and going, okay, that's pretty raw. That's pretty, you know, the emotions are really real here. You're going to feel that. You're going to feel that in the characters. And that's intentional because that's how real life is when we're being truly honest with one another. So my writing style is more about dialogue, conversational, and, you know, addressing, you know, real world, the way people communicate with one another. So are your characters pure fiction or do you draw from people you know in real life? I get this question a lot from family and friends, actually. Many of them just want to know, hey, are they in the book? And what I do is, honestly, I, I take a piece of somebody, but then I'll kind of build upon it from there. It's not really a picture of somebody that's real. It's a component of that. So I can say that they, honestly, the characters reflect real life, but it's not anyone in particular. So if any of my friends and family are listening, you're safe, you're not in the book, the story isn't about you. So if you had to choose, would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? Character artist was what I would say. You know, going back to what I said earlier, I wanted to create relatable people that weren't sort of built up and, and sort of larger than life, because that's really hard for a reader to kind of get inspired with. You know, you see those things and they seem unattainable. And so what I wanted to really do with my writing is focused on characters that seem ordinary, that seem like you and I, but they have you know, done something pretty extraordinary that isn't always visible. And so I think when people see that, there is some inspiration and then some hope that comes with that because it seems like, hey, if they could do it, I could do it. So it's deliberate on my part not to make my characters larger than life. And so I'd say I'm a character artist at heart. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? The people that should buy my book is anyone who wants to be the creator of their own life. While it's a fictional story and it's told through, you know, Ray and Allison, you'll notice that when you're reading it, the characters discover their own power to kind of direct their life in the face of tragedies. You know, it teaches you that there's a really deliberate 
component of our lives, us. That's really important, right? And so, you know, we're the directors of that. And so these characters come to realize in their own way, right? Not all from the same perspective, that at the end of the day, they are in control of their own destiny. They are in control of their happiness or their misery, right? And that's part of the greatness of the book is that it sort of provides hope to people who are maybe wondering, hey, you know, is my life going to go in this direction? My life going to go in that direction? And who should teach me how to get there? It really tells them you're in charge. You're actually in charge. And so the book's a great story, but I hope that people are inspired to know that you're the architect. You can do this. Do you have a website? I do. My website is randywanarowitz.com, and I can spell that for you because it's a mouthful. It's R-A-N-D-Y-W-O-J-N-A-R-O-W-I-C-Z.com. Well, Sabendos, great. Our guest today has been Randy Winarowitz, and he is the author of Two Roads, The Unraveling of Dark Family Secrets. Randy, thanks very much for being with us today. All right, Don. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.